VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Ah, here we go. Hour number one. It's Friday live in Los Angeles. It is the herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, one hour from now, the Blazing Five. I'm not sure what to make of my Blazing Five. It's a weird week. I'm taking a 17 and a half point favorite. I don't think I've ever done that. I'll just tell you right now, I like the Cowboys. I don't love them. But I like him, and I don't like the Giants at all, and J-Mac is joining us. J-Mac, so that was pretty unwatchable, but there is a storyline to even bad games. Because we know this to be true. If you get a C.J. Stroud or an Andrew Luck or a Trevor Lawrence, you don't have a bad roster. You start winning games real quick, right? You get the right coach, right roster. So last night seems really, really bad, hopeless, and unwatchable, right? Well, we're doing a lot of blaming the roster on this Bryce Young experience so far. <laughs> but I don't care about Carolina. What I care about is Chicago. Congrats on the win, but is Chicago too good right now? The only standings and the only scoreboard the Chicago Bears should care about at all is the top 10 draft picks. They got two picks, but now Chicago's got three wins. So they're out of the Drake made Caleb Williams sweepstakes. And let's be honest, Chicago has pieces. They have a very good tight end, a very good wide receiver, a very good tackle. In fact, I'd argue two capable tackles, a very top young defensive lineman, an interesting secondary. They need a quarterback and a head coach. There are a lot of versions of bad in this league. A lot of versions of bad in this league. The Giants, I like their coach. Their quarterback bad. Arizona, I like their quarterback. Uh, their roster bad. Chicago's leadership bad. The owner, oldest and one of the poorest in the sport. Head coach, overwhelmed. Quarterback, average and hurt too much. But if they got Ben Johnson, a Drake May, it'd be kind of interesting. I mean, why is Houston winning? I like D'Amico Ryans because C.J. Stroud can play. And he was a B2B plus. He was a Jared Goff comp. Drake May and Caleb Williams are higher comps, and they'll probably draft, or excuse me, 
hire an offensive coach. So Chicago's not going to end up with just their three wins. Go look at their schedule this morning. They end the season hosting Arizona, Atlanta, and then they play Green Bay. Their defense is now playing better. Their defense is healthy. Their secondary is good. I even like their running backs. They're three and seven. They're going to win a game or two to go four and five and seven. The New York Giants are not. What they need is for Carolina to be awful. The good news, they're one and eight and are awful. But Carolina's in a terrible division. They play Tampa at home, Green Bay at home, Atlanta at home, Tampa Bay again. They beat Houston so they could win a couple of these games. I mean, seriously, they beat Houston. So my takeaway is Chicago last night, they've got pieces. If you would have given them C.J. Stroud last night at quarterback, Chicago wins by 24, 28, 30 points. They just need a quarterback and a coach. I'd prefer a new front office guy, and I'd prefer a younger, more spry, vibrant owner, but that's not going to happen. So if Carolina wins just two more games in that bad division with bad teams often at home, then Chicago isn't getting Caleb or Drake May. The only way they could get one of them is a bidding war with seven other teams to get to that number two spot. So all that draft capital you got... Right? For the Bryce Young pick, you'd have to surrender all of it. So part of what could make Chicago great is a new young offensive coach, a star quarterback with draft picks. So he's not standing around. You want him to have another receiver, a great center, free agent space. So you say to yourself, well, that game was boring. Maybe, but the Chicago element to that game is fascinating. Because I think Chicago's got some pieces. You can argue on that, but they got three wins now. Look at their schedule. If Justin Fields comes back, they're not going 3-14. and 14. They're going to win a, another game, probably two, potentially three. Then you're out. You're, you, you, you have to get into a bidding war. You have to pray Carolina remains awful. And I don't think Carolina's going to win a lot, but go look at Carolina's schedule. It's the worst division in football. Bad teams at Carolina where they already beat Houston. So this is much more interesting than you think because I don't think Chicago is hopeless. They have a leadership void. There's all sorts of bads in the NFL. The roster today in Chicago is better than two years ago. The receivers are better. The secondary is better. They've got tackles that can play. They just got Montez Sweat. They've got a legitimate front five player. Just need the quarterback. All right, so this story, this thing is, we may get news in the next 90 minutes on this. Sources now indicate the Big Ten will give Michigan a response early this afternoon. Now, the Wolverines on Fox, best game easily of the weekend at Penn State. Huge, huge game, massive ramifications. The Big Ten, we've learned, this is ESPN, has considered a gamut of punishments. We're hearing this morning it could be a three-game suspension for Harbaugh, which would be significant, and it could start this weekend. So uh, when I saw this this morning, listen, generally speaking, if a major controversy, and this is basically, although I think it's silly, a cheating scandal, if it surrounds a team, it's not good for the team. And Michigan is absolutely engulfed in it. And according to this story, the Big Ten is delivering a mountain of punishment right before they go on the road. I covered a college coach once with a good program that was going through a divorce. 
program went completely sideways. So would it be surprising if Michigan just unraveled? Find me a college basketball, college football coach teaching young men going through a personal or professional crisis. Does it ever work out? Now, I think the timing of the Big Ten's punishment, according to this story, feels very personal. This is the Big Ten, the commissioner, feeling tons of pressure from athletic directors in the conference to deliver something at this time. They could easily deliver this Sunday morning after the Penn State game. They could easily deliver this Monday or Tuesday of Maryland week. For the Big Ten to deliver it now is a message to Jim Harbaugh. Clearly, the athletic directors have a vendetta. They're angry, and the Big Ten is buying in. I saw a story this morning from Pete Tamil, respected college sports reporter. Jim Harbaugh's attorney, Tom Mars, tells ESPN he does expect Jim Harbaugh to fly with the team to Penn State. Oy, oy, oy. So how does this not disrupt them? The timing of this. So at Penn State, one of the tougher places to play in the country. At Maryland, a team that can certainly score. Ohio State. Yeah, they're pretty good. Next three weeks. That, that is just, this, this thing is becoming uh, uh, very personal. Uh, the Big Ten putting massive pressure on the commissioner. Delivering it this afternoon hopefully this afternoon as Michigan boards a flight, the coach is there. Uh, Joel Klatt talked about the timing of potential punishment on our show Wednesday. I have defended the process, and, and, and I've been an ardent defender that Tony Petiti and the Big Ten should not circumvent the process. And the process being gather evidence, all of it, deliver the evidence to those accused, and then make a judgment afterwards. If rules were broken, they should be punished. And it looks like rules were broken. The hard part is, is that if you rush ahead of the process and you allow mob mentality to force you into action, if you're Tony Petiti, you're setting a very dangerous precedent. The other thing to consider is that this was what I've been told, more of an inside leak. This was not Ohio State, Purdue, Iowa. No, somebody inside the circle of Michigan's family could be an administrator, a booster, a donor. Somebody doesn't like Jim. He's a polarizing figure. Donors can be very needy. Nobody's needier and more precious than billionaires that want to be the man, want attention, want to be treated a certain way. They're really needy especially college people, often with an alumni uh, history, a plaque on the wall. They're big donors. Uh, sports donors are as needy as it gets. Um, and it's why a lot of college football coaches either leave for the NFL or at least try it. Spurrier, Saban, Urban, they get over that very quickly. So right now, Michigan is strongly behind Harbaugh. But if the punishment's severe, if they lose at Penn State, Corporations and companies and big donors could put pressure on Michigan to move off, Jim. I think it'd be a big mistake, but this thing is fluid. The timing of it is uh, undeniable. And uh, I just, I looked this morning and I'm like, at Penn State, at Maryland, two East Coast trips, then Ohio State, with this circus, how do they not unravel? I think they're a great team, but there are limitations on how much 
you know, you can put up in a corner box in your brain and hide. You got to deal with some stuff emotionally. And through my career of covering college programs, when the coach goes through a personal or professional controversy or duress, it always unravels the team. Maybe this week could be next. How long can you compartmentalize this if you're Jim Harbaugh? I think it's virtually impossible for human beings to do that. It's crazy. Yeah, Colin, I just don't understand why they're rushing this process. I mean, this has been like three weeks. There's zero chance they've gathered all the evidence necessary, heard Michigan's side of the argument, deposed or whatever you want to call it, all the parties at, at hand. Like, what are we doing here? This is, this is just really, as Platt said, a horrible precedent. Like, you're rushing this to get him, what, suspended for the final three games of this season? Well, like, I, think they, we I think people are saying they haven't played anybody inside the conference. Let's throw a little turbulence in this flight at Penn State. I mean, let's it, it. Look at the line on this game. Michigan is clearly better, and the odds makers are factoring in, baking in this controversy. If Michigan lost and played poor football for the first time, I mean, they've lost. You know, they lost in the last couple of years, not much, but they play really high end football. If they were a disrupted mess, I read this all this morning. Would you be shocked? I just my history yeah. of covering. College coaches, it could be, uh, it could be infidelity, it could be a cheating scandal, it could be controversy with the AD. It always unravels the team. In the NFL, it's basically the owners mad at you. Unless you're winning Super Bowls, the owners always mad at you. But you don't see a lot of the personal stuff in college. You see it all the time. Yeah. I, I just can't remember a situation where we hear news. And then within like two or three weeks, boom, a, render, a verdict is rendered instantly. I was looking this morning. I can't find an example of this kind of rush to judgment. I know. To, to, feels like ruin a perfect season for Michigan and Harbaugh. I, I don't know. It just kind of feels bad for college football. Not a great look. Uh, same here. I have a great parlay for you this weekend. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, please use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Takes a couple of minutes. Now for my parlay picks of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I'll take Lions minus two and a half at the Chargers. You know the Chargers don't have much of a home field advantage, and I think the Lions' excellent offensive line can hold off the Chargers' pass rush. I'll take the Cardinals at home plus one and a half against Atlanta. Kyler Murray returns. He wouldn't return unless he was ready to play. I'll take the Cowboys minus 16. I know, weird, right? I hate big favorites. The Giants' offense, though, currently with this quarterback is the worst I've seen in the NFL in years. If you want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, please use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is heard H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code heard H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Decovas is a great boot brand. Love it. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage bootmaking. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. And Decovis is Western to the core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearls, snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Decovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Decovis.com. Just use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, at checkout. H-E-R-D. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast. So there's always a new style and looks. Again, limited time, just enter the code HERD at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order. As a one-time gift from Decovas, only at Decovas.com. If you can't make it to a store, Decovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods to your door. Visit Decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. What's going on, Seattle Seahawks? My name is uh, Corporal Tran. I'm in the United States Army. I am stationed over here in Sembach, Germany, and I would just like to give a shout-out to you guys. I know I'm wearing a pretty old uniform. This is Wilson, but, you know, all love and support. Fox Sports salutes Veterans Day, a special kickoff show. Fox Sunday with Terry, Kirk, and all the guys, Howie, Jay, uh, Jimmy Johnson will be joining them. Big special weekend here at Fox. So um, Brandon Cooks of the Cowboys, this could be worrisome news, has talked about I'm not getting the ball, wide receiver acquisition, very low production. It can mess with you if you get into it. Mike McCarthy address that yesterday for the Cowboys I don't play fantasy football you know I don't have you know we we have we have game plans um and I think it's important and this is which which is a challenge for for guys uh because our system's built on making the quarterback successful that's the way this past game's taught it's the way I've learned it it's the way it's always been in the last 30 years so worry not, Cowboy fans. You're going to hammer the Giants this weekend, and then you're going to hammer Carolina. You do that, right? You beat the bad teams up, 7-3. and three. Then you'll get Washington at home on Turkey Day, 8-3, and three, although it will be a little competitive, and you will be big win, big TV audience. The Cowboys will be 8-3 and three and poised to be a playoff team. The buy-in 
begins with the Cowboys this weekend. They're still telling you how well they played in the loss to Philly. Three weeks, they're going to be eight and three. But it's been my contention that this was actually going to be one of the more predictable Cowboy years ever is that they matched up with Philadelphia pretty well, but they're not as deep, the quarterback's not as good, and they'll be a wild card team. Check. We got that box as of now. That Brandon Cooks will not be a savior. There's a reason he bounces around the league. Check. We've got that box. That you will miss Kellen Moore. Check. Cowboys not nearly as good in the red zone offensively. And you will miss Dalton Schultz, an underrated tight end. Check. He was great last week for Houston. Also, that bad teams, you will roll them because you've got a certain mentality. Dak is an amazing home favorite quarterback. But you will lose to good teams like Philadelphia because of situational football, not because you don't have the talent. Check. So as of this morning, check, check, check. We're five for five. Five for five. We're going to be six for six after they hammer the Giants and Carolina. That feels pretty assured. I always feel with the Cowboys that I'm like the parent on Halloween that warns their kids, don't eat all the candy or you're going to get a stomach ache. And they do, and they do. And so the thing with Dallas, this, the only thing I can't predict, they will be a playoff team, they're going to be 8-3, and three, and they're really going to be in the buy-in as the schedule stiffens. They'll win enough to be a playoff team. The question is, will they lose as a road playoff team to Philly, Detroit, or Seattle situationally? They'll match up fine with all of them, but they'll butcher it somewhere late in one of these games. We warned you. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. I sure hope it's not this weekend. Uh, no. <laughs> well... Winning by 13 does nothing for us this weekend. <laughs> That's right. Got to lay the lumber. All right, let's get started with Kyler Murray. He's back. First game in 11 months since that ACL tear. Season debut on Sunday against Atlanta. Here's what Kyler Murray had to say about his return. Emotions haven't really hit me. Yeah, not really. Uh, after, I'm trying to focus to get a, get a win first, get a win first, you know. I just feel like I gained a new level of resiliency with this. Um, already felt like, you know, had that chip on my shoulder, you know, uh, never out of anything, never down. always feel like I can win anything, but uh, this kind of, you know, you, you, when you go through something like this, you, you, uh, you find out really quick about, you know, who you are and, and what you're about. So if I had a blazing six, this would be my pick, Arizona. They were the last game out. By the way, I'm 4-0 the last four weeks on my last <laughs> game out. Uh, so I like Arizona in this game uh, against Atlanta. I also think you should keep your eye on the Houston Texans. The Bengals are beat up. Mm, we'll um, get to that in a sec. But I think, I think the Falcons um, – I, I, I'm fascinated with Arizona because I think Kyler Murray – we forget that he took this franchise that is not brilliantly owned, has not been brilliantly coached, and he got them to the playoffs. He was an overcomer, a bad O-line, a college coach with a losing record, an owner that's viewed as the cheapest in the league. In a tough division, he got them to the playoffs. We do this all the time. I'm guilty of it. It's recency bias. This is a really good player, and I think they're going to win some games down the stretch. 
Um, and I'm and, and and I don't think they'll have to make that brutal decision, Ooh. Kyler Murray or Caleb Williams. I think we forget sometimes when somebody goes away, like Joe Burrow in September struggles, and suddenly everybody's like Bengals are terrible. And it's like, folks, four years in a row, Burroughs missed September. He's come back, and they teared up October, November. We just forget how great Joe Burrow is. This guy took, he was not, he was C.J. Stroud. He took a franchise that was a mess, ownership down, and got him to the playoffs in a tough division. Uh, right, but when Burrow first comes back in September from the appendectomy or the calf, he's not great. Is Kyler Murray going to be great right out of the shoot here? And that's my concern. Like, we saw Josh Dobbs rush for 66 yards last week against Atlanta, just scrambling and making plays. Should do well. Kyler should do well, right? But then I wonder, coming off the ACL, is Kyler Murray going to be running? At like, first bl- uh, first option taken away, this, second option. I'm running. I, th- this is why yeah. it didn't make the blazing uh, yeah. five, and it was my blazing six, is I suspect he'll be really good, but I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. It's too much unknown. I'm but with I, you. I, I, this but he is... We can say all we want is he's really talented. He's, re- yeah. I mean, they call him the best high school quarterback in the state of Texas history. Right. Kingsbury, Lincoln Riley, people are like, oh, that's as good a college quarterback prospect I've ever seen. He took, just look how fundamentally bad Arizona is. In a division with Seattle, Pete Carroll, Kyle Shanahan, and McVay, he took him to the playoffs. That dude's got talent. It's I know. Too early, it's too early to get in a back and forth about Kyler. I used to be a believer. You know how you you like to say when you get new information, you change your opinion? Yeah, you should. I'm off, Kyler. I'm off of him. You know, I'm off. But uh, anyways, let's move on. Uh, one of the best matchups of the week, Colin. Jags, Niners here on Fox. Both teams coming off their bye week. Um, Jacksonville's uh, won five straight. Yeah. Uh, but they've had some inconsistency on offense, and yeah. Trevor Lawrence thinks that they're going to fix that. I think we've been a lot more consistent on just moving the ball, um, not stalling out as much, but... Then you see two weeks ago we had the we had the dumb turn, turnovers that kind of kept Pittsburgh in the game and gave him a shot and didn't let us really take off and, and, and blow the game open. That's the idea is having a, a game where you can come out of it not any or many turnovers at all, um, being great on third down, scoring in the red zone. It'd be nice to you know put all those together this week and against a good team like this, this is the week to do it. You know you gotta gotta play well against great teams obviously we forget they go overseas and go two and oh one of those hammering buffalo i think it's a really good team we we i don't know if you did i i did and i think you did we predicted we thought the jags could be the number one seed because their division's weaker i think they're a really good team and i think because they're jacksonville they're buried because the miami gets so much attention bakers in tampa there's so many stories around them on the east coast we just don't pay attention to jacksonville they got everything okay quarterbacks they beat this year just for fun uh, Anthony Richardson, Desmond Ritter, Josh Allen in London, uh, Gardner Minshew, Derek Carr, Kenny Pickett. Those guys have anything in common well, outside of Josh Allen? Derek Carr, Josh Allen. What about Derek Carr? What's Come Brock, on, you well, what's Brock Purdy? Yeah. If they beat Brock Purdy, is it just well they beat Brock Purdy? I mean, no, no. Point, I, got... I think Brock, Brock Purdy, according to some metrics, is one of the top five quarterbacks in the league this yeah, season. Yeah, well, that, those metrics are wrong. But... Wow. Bro- top five quarterback in the league. That's Listen, not, some of them have Josh Allen as number one. Remember that this week? We talked about it. We're like, I don't see it. Oh, I think you can make the argument Josh Allen. And I'm not making the argument Brock Purdy. Josh Allen and Brock Purdy, are that's a different game. <laughs> okay. Entirely. Yeah, you're selling your Brock Purdy stock a little prematurely, huh? Well, uh, still no word on Trent Williams. He has practiced this week, but we don't know. We don't, we don't know if he's a go. Uh, this is probably one of those games where you... 
I, I, I would go the under. Two teams coming off the bye, slow starts, no. feeling each other out. Niners don't want to lose this game, right? Um, we'll see. I just can't go against the Niners here, Colin. I, don't know. I understand. Final story is your Bengals, your boy Joe Burrow. Things are looking good. They've won four straight. However, Zach Taylor has officially announced here in the last 20 minutes that T. Higgins will not play due to a hamstring injury. Just this is a rough season for T. Higgins. He's in line to get paid. Yeah. He's, he's also, not, Jamar Chase is hurt in this game. Jamar Chase is so it's hurt. Seven. If it's minus seven, the Texans. No, it's not are, seven anymore. Those are all gone. Yeah. It's six and a half. Um, and Jamar Chase says he wants to play. He has been doing light practice. Um, I just tried to look at the depth chart for the Bengals. If Boyd. Higgins out, Chase, if he misses. Average tight end. Okay, Tyler Boyd in the slot. Uh, they've got a slew of tight ends. I don't I don't no. think it, I mean. It's a low-scoring, ugly game. Yeah. I just see the road splits for C.J. Stroud here. I know. And they're not great. He no. has not performed well outside of that Jacksonville game. Yeah. I, I, this is leaning toward a stay away from me. I, right. I, you know. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. So I saw this. Uh, it was really interesting. I, I've been really hyped up on the Buffalo Bills for years. Uh, and I think I've I've just overvalued their talent because I like Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Uh, but even the Von Miller acquisition, I thought it's that much money now. So um, the Buffalo Bills had a players-only meeting for the offense. In the history of player-only meetings, one thing happens. It works briefly, but the coach is eventually fired, or it doesn't work at all, and the coach is eventually fired. Uh, Bill Parcells, Jimmy Johnson, Bill Walsh, Vince Lombardi, Don Shula, I don't, Andy Reid, not a lot of player-only meetings. Uh, the other thing you hear when the coach is in trouble is the players start saying stuff like, hey, it's not on the coaches. We got to do better. Josh Allen yesterday, it's not Ken Dorsey. We've got to do better. Uh, Ken Dorsey is not Brian Dable. So three things are very, very clear is that Ken Dorsey may be more than capable, but Brian Dable is a high-end coordinator and Dorsey's not Dable. That doesn't mean Dorsey's not capable. Number two is Sean McDermott's personality, which leans toward rigid, can be very tough on assistance. That's inarguable. And the other thing we have to be honest about is that this team's had brutal injuries to defense. They've lost a very good safety, their top corner, their top linebacker, one of their top defensive tackles. This is a defensive culture with Josh Allen, and the defense isn't as good. So when you see the headline, players only meeting, that's like getting a text from your boss, hey, swing by before you leave the building today. Or from your wife, wife um, we need to talk. Those, those are the three headlines or text you never want to get. Your wife says we need to talk. Your boss says, swing by the office. And then once you do, he said, close the door. And players only meeting, it's bad. Um, now you're getting players. That's not the coaches. You know, we had Jordan Palmer on uh, earlier. 
and yesterday. And Jordan has been a quarterback coach forever. He knows Josh Allen. He knows Burrow, Mahomes. He worked with all of these guys. And we talked about what's wrong with Buffalo. And sometimes it's not necessarily, although I think in Buffalo's case, there are some things that are wrong. Uh, it's not always what's wrong. It's that somebody right just left the building. I just think Dable is a very special coordinator. I got a lot of guys who I, I hear what they're running and I know how they install it. And there was things that Dable did where, you know, they'd take a shot up in a game, they wouldn't hit it, and the next play they'd take a shot again. And so there was, it was just, there was a very aggressive mentality. And I think that's a hard thing where whatever the reason is, whether they move on uh, to be a head coach or they just move on, that's a hard thing to replace. But the reality is, is this team's won a lot of games and they've been in it at the end of the season for three years now. There's more than just figuring out how we're going to stop this opponent. There's figuring out how to fill these major voids. I just, I think when you lose four or five guys from one side of the ball and they're all very good and you've already got limitations on the other side of the ball outside of one good receiver and a star quarterback, Buffalo's not that good. They're good. At home, they can be tough. But this week they face Denver, offensive coach, capable quarterback, improving defense, run game off a of bye. Would you be shocked if Denver beat Buffalo? I would not. Greg Cosell talked about it. The film doesn't lie on the Bills. It's a very condensed offense right now, Colin. They do not work at the intermediate and deeper levels the way they did in the past. They're lacking explosive pass plays. I think there's a myth out there that this is a really highly talented offense. They've got a high-level quarterback. They've got Diggs, who's a very good receiver, but not a vertical dimension. They don't really have a number two wideout on any kind of consistent basis. Their O-line is probably average. They still have not developed any meaningful run game. The way they always scored in the past was they would make explosive pass plays, and that has not happened this year. Because they don't have the personnel to do it. Uh, Ryan Rossillo and the Blazing Five, top of next hour. Will Blackman as well. And we are expecting, uh, assuming the Big Ten will levy some real punishment toward Michigan this afternoon. Uh, there are some predictions it's going to happen in about an hour from now to two hours from now, so we will absolutely keep you posted. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, it's the Herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code heard once again, new customers. Bet 5 and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, code HERD, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Decovas is a great boot brand. Love it. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. And Decovis is Western to the core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearls, snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Decovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Decovis.com. Just use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, at checkout. H-E-R-D. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast. So there's always a new style and looks. Again, limited time. Just enter the code HERD at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Decovis, only at Decovis.com. If you can't make it to a store, Decovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods to your door. Visit Decovis.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. I probably served my country, but struggled in civilian life. USVIS helped me when I needed it the most. I am now an artist with a place to call home. <laughs> Join USVIS on their mission to end veteran homelessness. Make Camel your cause to honor USVIS. Fox Sports proudly salutes our nation's veterans, which is why we are making Camo our cause in support of the Honor US Vets campaign. You can donate to help end veteran homelessness and post pics wearing your camo on social media with the hashtag HonorUSVets. Very special weekend at Fox Sports. Um, It is not an NFL schedule chock full of great games. There's an argument the two best games of the weekend are Michigan-Penn State. It's on Fox. Jags-Niners, it's on Fox. Those are the two must-watch games. Uh, A lot of teams have buys that we like to watch, like Philadelphia-Miami. So it's not must-win territory for San Francisco yet, but it's weird. They've lost three straight. There have only been two teams ever to lose four-plus straight games 
and still just reach a Super Bowl. One of them was 20 years ago, and that was the Raiders. That was a different sport. And then one was the New York Giants. Um, and they don't have Eli Manning as a quarterback here. Uh, but it does. It's not, it's not must win, but it does sort of feel like if they lose four straight, it does sort of feel like, you know, we probably have to go out and get another quarterback at some point in the draft. This roster is built for the Super Bowl. It's loaded. Now, Tom Brady, a six-round pick. I'm not saying Brock Purdy is Tom Brady, but Tom was a young six-round pick in year two after a Super Bowl. They lost four straight. Young quarterbacks tend to be hot and cold. Even young quarterbacks who have good rookie years have what they call sophomore slumps. It wouldn't be shocking if C.J. Stroud next year, everybody's got film, regressed a little. This happens all the time. Losing streaks happen all the time. They don't they don't happen much with Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, but they do with young quarterbacks. But here's what's worrisome. Their schedule is brutal. This is the easy part. Now they've got Seattle twice, the Ravens and the Eagles, and the Jags this weekend. So five of their last nine weeks are the Ravens, Eagles, Seattle twice, and the Jags. If you look at the NFC playoff picture, uh, if San Francisco loses this weekend, and I'm not saying they're not as good as the Falcons or the Commanders or the Vikings, but if they lose this weekend and their schedule is much tougher down the stretch than the Falcons and the Vikings. So uh, San Francisco loses, this isn't good. This is not good. It, so it does feel like must-win territory, and in a must-win territory, they go in with a significantly less talented quarterback. They face an offensive team off a bye at home, that is really good against good teams. Nobody's given Jacksonville credit. They're not, they're not beating the dregs of, of the NFL. They're beating good teams. They hammered Buffalo. So the offense isn't quite what it was. We've talked about this, J-Mac and I. Now they're bringing the defensive coordinator down to the field, Steve Wilkes, because they're underperforming. It's not nearly as good a defense in the red zone. They're starting to commit lots of turnovers. So when you when teams start bringing coordinators down to the field, like that's like a move you you ideally want them upstairs. You bring them down when you got trouble. So San Francisco's feeling like we got to get our defensive coordinator down the field. Brock Purdy's committing turnovers. This is not a place you want to go on a losing streak. Jacksonville off a bye. It's not where you want to go. The offense, the defense struggling. Here's Kyle Shanahan. You don't ever want to take stuff away from other teams because other teams always make it harder. Um, but I do feel the times we've struggled, we've um, just made some key mistakes that I think we're capable of not making. And I think we're the ones who have slowed ourselves down. I mean, I don't think when you look at how little we've punted and things like that, um, you should have points to match with that. And I don't think we have the last few weeks. We've got to get more points. So I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about Carolina. They are ratings poison. Uh, but I will say watching Bryce Young last night, we're all making judgments, right? So Bryce Young looks small. We knew that going in, 5'10", 190, but he looks a little overwhelmed. Now, Carolina's offense is talentless. They have no speed. Uh, they drafted a receiver last year, Mingo. He looks like a three to a four. They're slower than New England, and that's saying something. The offensive line's bad. Even New England's is okay. They don't have a number one receiver, a number one tight end, a number two receiver, no team speed, and you're asking a rookie quarterback to do it. But we've seen C.J. Stroud with the Texans overcome a pretty average roster. Now, that roster has some speed. Tank Dell, Nico Collins, they got some guys that can run on the perimeter. Carolina does not. But C.J. Stroud, and we always talk about this word, can you overcome that's what all star quarterbacks can do. C.J. Stroud 
wonky ownership, defensive coach, first-time coordinator, good left tackle, but injury-ravaged offensive line, and no run game. None. And C.J. Stroud is overcoming. You don't have to be an overcomer to be a franchise quarterback. I think Dak Prescott is a franchise quarterback and pretty darn good. I don't see him as an overcomer. Bryce Young does not appear to be strong enough, dynamic enough to overcome holes and obstacles. And that's why Burrow and Herbert, immediately you knew. Herbert had the lowest ranked O-line in the league and Herbert set rookie quarterback records. Not Mahomes, not Joe Montana, no, 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 Herbert. Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, terrible O-line, got to a Super Bowl. So you can be a franchise quarterback and not be an overcomer. Derek Carr to me, he's a franchise quarterback. Kirk Cousins, but they can't overcome. What's exciting about C.J. Stroud, he's overcoming a lot of nonsense. That is rare. There's about seven guys in the world that can do that. I like Jalen Hurts. I don't know what he overcomes. He's just good, right? He hasn't had to overcome a lot. So uh, now Houston does have a very elite left tackle. Carolina doesn't. Houston has an excellent tight end, Dalton Schultz. He's a number one. Uh, Carolina doesn't. Uh, they have two receivers who can really run. Carolina doesn't. So there's stuff that C.J. Stroud has. But ownership, health, coach, first-time coordinator, uh, C.J. Stroud isn't just surviving, he's flourishing. So this was a B to B-plus quarterback group, right? Anthony Richardson didn't have a lot of reps. Bryce Young was small. C.J. Stroud didn't look dynamic with a lot of juice. Will Levis, cocky, big arm, but didn't love him. So it was a B to a B-plus quarterback group. It does appear, and there's surprises every class, that C.J. Stroud is the best quarterback. He could be an A. Again, sophomore slumps are very common. Would not be shocking if C.J. Stroud pulls back a little. Everybody has an offseason in film. That is incredibly common. I think Peyton Manning had a pullback year. People get film. They see what you can't do. Um, but C.J. Stroud appears to be the best. Will Levis has the best arm. Anthony Richardson is the most athletic. Some of it's not a surprise. Levis's arm. Anthony's uh, athletic ability. Bryce Young is small. But um, I'm not saying he's a bust. That's, that's different. A bust is different. You can see bust really fast. I don't see bust. What I see is, I don't know if he can overcome stuff. Uh, in terms of size, listen, two is small. Kyler's small. Bryce Young's small. There's a reason that most quarterbacks, as we watched football from the 70s on, were 6'2 and a half or up. You'd ideally, if Bryce Young was 6'2", 220, you'd feel different about it. Even if it was the exact same stats. You'd feel that C.J. Stroud looks big. Anthony Richardson looks compact, big. Will Levis looks thick. Justin Herbert, big. Allen. Lamar Jackson, by the way, has gotten thicker every year. Jalen Hurts, year two to three. Remember we saw the practice video? <laughs> like guys got a gun show. So, I mean, Russell Wilson's put on weight. Now he's brought it back. Uh, Kyler Murray, again, he, he, he's pretty stout for his size. But, you know, when you watch, it looks small. And there's a reason for years, quarterbacks weren't 5'10", 188 pounds. We said that going in. This is why he was a B prospect, not an A, his size. But um, here's Greg Cosell. You know, he was talking about C.J. Stroud yesterday, about how good he was. And here's Greg. 
I think he could roll out of bed and be precise with his ball location. He's just one of those guys. He's got a compact delivery. He's a naturally precise ball location thrower. But the trust he shows, Colin, in, in throwing the ball early because he sees it cleanly is really high level for a young player. All right, Ryan Rosillo on our Blazing Five top of this hour. You know, we did this earlier. We, we were talking about the Chicago Bears. The only thing they should really care about is not the standings, is not the winning streak. Where is their draft position? So as of this morning, the Bears are a three-win team with some very winnable games down the stretch. They're not going to end up. Their pick will not be one or two. And there's going to be a bidding war to get into the top two. Harrison will be the third pick, the receiver, Ohio State. They got to cross their fingers on Carolina one and eight remaining bad, but Carolina's schedule is one of the weakest in the league going mm-hmm. forward. So if you're Chicago, you're just—I think you're too talented. You're going to win another game over the next seven, eight weeks. You're going to win another game. That's going to be four wins. Giants may not. Patriots, I'm not sure. But what's scary for Chicago is Carolina's one and eight, and right now they'd get the number one pick. That division is not good. And, and and by the way, you could see Atlanta or or Tampa going on a losing streak and then just sitting guys and because this will be a bidding war to get to the number two spot. The well, number one team's not going to give it up because they all need quarterbacks and it's Caleb. But that number two spot, Harrison's going three. Number two spot, you could have seven teams willing to give up two and three first round picks. And if Chicago has to do that. Well, then the, the rookie quarterback comes in and they don't have any draft capital. Yeah. Well, the real problem is the GMs, you know, the GM in the front office is thinking like that. We agree. You, you don't want to win games. Tell that to Matt Eberflus. Who knows? Yes. He's going to get fired if they no, win three or and four that's games. Another reason, He's out. That's right. That's another reason Chicago is not going to finish three and 14. They got a coach who wants to win and a quarterback that well, wants needs to win. To win. <laughs> yeah. So Chicago, Chicago's got enough pieces here. Once they get fields back, they're going to win some games. They have a good secondary, now an elite pass rusher. They have some weapons on. I, I actually like Chicago's running backs. They're not great, but they're tough. They're physical. They're capable. The O-line, they've got a tackle that's good. Chicago's not miles off. It looks like it with a backup quarterback. It looks like they're miles off. They're not. Offensive coach, get the right quarterback. Chicago next year in that division? I mean, second place in that division wide open. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's Wee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.